we're an outside resource that can look at the business owner's business, not, not from the perspective that he's always had, but really show him or her what the whole economic environment looks like and be a trusted advisor to them to help guide them through those changes that they're inevitably going to have to make. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Larry Chester of CFO Simplified. Larry, it's great to have you on the show. Gresh, it's great to be with you. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. Definitely appreciate you for doing all the awesome things you're doing and, of course, taking some time out with us today. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Larry so you can hear about some of those awesome things that he's been accomplishing. Larry is a seasoned financial consultant disrupting the way companies get strategic financial advice. At the same time, he's changing the way you view a guy still working in his 70s. This old guy can certainly tell stories that will remind you of your favorite uncle, while at the same time, teaching you how to increase profitability in your business and in the process, make you hope you have the kind of energy when you are his age. Larry, you're not a day over 21 at all. So I appreciate you for taking some time out. Are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? Hey, I sure am. And I'll tell you, you're as old as you feel and as young as you act. So there you go. There you go. So we might be somewhere in the middle then. So uh, truly appreciate you again. So what I wanted to do to kick the time, kick off this time is to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Well, it's kind of interesting. I worked as a corporate CFO for 25 years. And when I left my last full-time employment, I found out that there weren't too many people that wanted to buy or hire a CFO who was in his late 50s. Uh, everybody was looking for people in their mid thirties to forties. And I was outside of that range. So I started doing some interim work, working for companies six months at a time. And then somebody turned to me and said, you know, why don't you, uh, work for this client? They only need somebody two days a week. And I said, this is crazy working for somebody two days a week. I'm looking for full-time employment. And they said, well, how many days a week are you working now? And I said, none. And they said, well, it sounds to me like two days a week is better than what you're currently doing. So I said, all right, that sounds like a reasonable alternative. So I started working with that company and then started trying to fill my schedule. And to be honest with you, it took me about six weeks to fill my entire week up. And uh, suddenly I discovered that being a fractional CFO was a real live opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And, and for people that aren't familiar with what, you know, being a fractional CFO, could you take us through a little bit more of what that is and what that looks like? Sure. Every company needs financial advice because of what I found is that most business owners start their businesses because of one of three reasons. They have a passion for a product that they want to get out to the marketplace. They have a passion for um, uh, a customer base that they want to serve or they have knowledge about a channel of distribution, they want to exploit that to make money. Nobody gets an MBA and says, I can read a financial statement, let's start a company. So the reality is that these people have a desire to put a product or service out into the marketplace, but they have no idea what it means to really be a business person, to understand costs, to understand strategic planning, to understand profitability to understand what it really takes to run a business, uh, just accounts payable and accounts receivable. 
what you need to do to be able to manage cash flow. And so what we do is we help business owners in the small to mid-sized business category, anywhere from startup on up to, let's say, 50 to $75 million a year, we give them the same senior financial advice that large companies get from a full-time CFO, but we're doing it one day a week, a couple days a month, a couple days a week. Each one of my employees, and I have four full-time CFOs that work for me, work for three to four companies at a time. And so therefore, we're a lot less expensive than hiring a full-time CFO that might cost you anywhere from two hundred and fifty dollars to $350,000 a year. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you so much in sharing that. And I love, you know, that that fractional CFO piece. And I love how it aligns with, it sounds like how you organically started as well too, where it was just two days a week. Um, but then now you're doing the same thing. So it sounds like for clients and customers where it might be one day, we might be two days. It's whatever it sounds like that can fit and fulfill their needs to, that, to reach their goals. So what would you consider to be what I like to call your secret sauce? And this could be for yourself personally, the business or a combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Well, I think the thing is our ability to work with business owners and help them understand that change is inevitable. I think any business that tries to live with the way they've always done things is doomed for failure. Certainly, the pandemic has created a dramatic paradigm shift in how business operates. But I think even in a normal economy, in a normal economic situation, business is changing. Customers change. Customers' needs change. The economic environment we're working in changes. The employees change based on what they're looking for in jobs and how they want to work. All those things change. It's a business owner's responsibility to recognize those changes and understand what he needs to do within his business to be able to accommodate and in some cases take advantage of those changes. So where do we fit in there? Well, we're an outside resource that can look at the world from a fresh perspective, can look at the business owner's business, not from the not from the perspective that he's always had, the blinders on to know that he's got to get in this direction, but really show him or her what the whole economic environment looks like and be a trusted advisor to them to help guide them through those changes that they're inevitably going to have to make. Yeah, I, I love that. And especially being able to kind of navigate those changes and understand that. And I love that, that fresh eyes, you know, perspective that you that you mentioned, but also that word that you use responsibility, because I think it, it's so important to understand that, um, of course, you know, the pandemic has been something that has affected like literally everybody, every industry in some form, shape or fashion, but there's little or smaller or maybe less felt across the board disruptions that happen, whether you mentioned, you know, clients or you're talking about industry changes or different things that happen on a regular basis. So it's so important to be able to kind of lean on that expertise so that you are able to make uh, as best decisions as you can, you know, when those come up. So I love that you connect those to connect that, uh, fill that, fulfill that gap and connect those dots. Absolutely appreciate that. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Well, you know, I think the, the thing that made me the most efficient and the biggest change I made in my business was hiring an administrative assistant, hiring a virtual assistant to help me manage my day. She's got a better memory than I have. Uh, She manages my calendar. Uh, She's got a marketing background, uh, which helps me on that side of things. But for there are so many things that I think every business owner manages on a day-to-day basis. Um, 
I, I wrote a blog uh, that mirrored the 500 hats of Bartholomew Cubbins, which was a, a book that, uh, that uh, Dr. Seuss wrote uh, early in his career. And the issue is that every business owner is wearing 500 hats when he starts a business and his job is to get rid of as many hats as he can as quickly as he can so that he can focus on the one thing that he enjoys doing the most. And I think having a virtual assistant has really allowed me to do that. That was probably the most strategic move I made and the thing that has freed me from a lot of the day-to-day activities. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. I love, you know, talking about that, those 500 hats and, and how can we get as close as possible as having the, just that one hat we can focus on? Because a lot of times that's our zone of genius. That's how we can make the best impact. And a lot of times giving everybody else their own hat as well, too, um, and being able to kind of take all those things that are you know needed within an organization and be able to have the people that have their zone of genius being worked on is really the, the thing that we need to unlock. So I love um, how, you know, hiring that assistant, administrative assistant, the virtual assistant has um, been impactful and it's a reminder of how that could be impactful for us too. No, very good. Yeah, she's been a she's been absolutely a dream. Yes, absolutely. Teamwork to make the dream work. That's what I always say. So I always ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, your best client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. I think the the key is to look down the road and figure out what your exit plan is going to be. Um, because there's so many decisions you make when you start a business that have an impact on the business going forward and will drive things into the future. Look, I think there are a lot of people that start businesses and the business changes as they grow forward. And that's inevitable. Um, You may start a business and just figure that it's just going to be you. Um, And so you don't need to worry about a lot of things. But eventually you find out that you're getting too busy. You can't do all the things you need to do. So you start hiring people. Well, suddenly you get to the point where you've got an organization with three employees, five employees, 10 employees. And what does that mean down the road? So I think you need to always keep in mind what that end point is. Even if you figure it's going to be 25 or 30 years from now, what is that end point going to be? So for me, when I started my business, I knew that at some point in time, there was a possibility that I was going to leave the business sell the business, um, be bought out by somebody, whatever the case may be. Well, that's why I didn't name the company Larry Chester and Associates, because after Larry Chester is no longer here, then what is the company and what does that mean? So we came up with the name CFO Simplified that describes what we do, simplifying what people consider to be a mysterious and complex process, which is being a chief financial officer. And that's also generic enough that Larry Chester doesn't need to be tied to it. So if at some point in time, five years from now, now, uh, I decide to sell the business, I've already created that ability to be able to transition and be able to move that to another owner without me being tied in the middle of it. So that future think, that thinking way, way in advance um, is, I think, important for every business owner. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the, the habits of highly effective people is beginning with the end in mind. And I think that, you know, as you said, five years or 10 years, whatever that number ends up being, um, 
you don't want somebody to walk into the business and say, hey, where's Larry at? Um, because it's CFO simplified. Um, and when you have that that brand and that identity, you allow yourself to start to make those decisions, you know, about the end, even like when you're in the present or in the even in the past, you start to make those strategic decisions. And I think that as businesses, as much as we love a lot of times and we are tied to what it is that we do, it's so important to kind of think about those changes that are inevitable, as you said, so that you can make strategic decisions in the future to get to where you ultimately want to be. Oh, very true. Absolutely appreciate that. So I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Larry, what does being a CEO mean to you? I think independence and uh, really an opportunity to direct my own future. Um, I think that uh, before I started my company, I always felt that I was a big, I was a very successful number two to any business being a CFO, being a strategic advisor to the businesses that I worked for and the business owners that I worked for. Um, when I started my business, I started out really just trying to figure out how I was going to keep bread on the table, so to speak. But a business is a business. And so being in a position where I own my own business and have people working for me, I certainly have responsibilities for them. I have to make sure that they're taken care of. Uh, that's another part of my family, okay, are the people that are the people that work for me. But the other side of it is having the independence to be able to make my own decisions and uh, and not worry about trying to convince somebody that this is the direction the company should move in. It certainly doesn't mean that all the decisions that I make are correct. Um, I make as many you know bad decisions for my business as some of my business owners do who are clients of mine. Um, but you learn from those and you have nobody to blame but yourself when things don't go right. But you have the flexibility and the ability to make changes quickly, to be nimble, to be able to accept the fact that, well, we don't have to prove this one anymore. We know that it's not working. Let's go in a different direction. Or to celebrate that success of, that was a great idea. I'm glad we figured out how to do that and move in another direction. That's all important stuff. And so the independence to be able to make those decisions and be able to take the company forward is is certainly a key. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that, you know, that independence piece, but also too, you, you know, you alluded to the impact that you make in so many people's lives that you said that the family and and a lot of times we forget that the impact that we we make and, and sometimes those decisions and the things that we do and sometimes things that we don't do have such an impact and reverberate in, in so many different ways. So I, I love that kind of holistic look at, you know, what it means to be a quote unquote CEO and, and how impactful that's been for you. And it sounds like it could absolutely be for us as leaders and in whatever title we decide as well. No, that's very true. And I think that um, understanding that we're not just a person unto ourselves, but we do have a sphere of influence. And those people live who live within that sphere, who work with us, whether that be the family that we interface with or the employees that we work, uh, that uh, work for us or the clients that we work for, we have an impact on all of those people. And, and understanding that impact and how we can help them improve their lot uh, by providing them with stability, with strength, with income, with answers. I think that's that's the thing that makes my life tick. Yeah, absolutely. Ends up being an ultimate charge and, and reason for you know doing all the, the things that we do and sometimes uh, the, the sacrifices that you have to make as well too. So Larry, truly appreciate that definition and I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Yeah, well, the, what I want 
want to just say is uh, we're always available to answer questions. Our website is cfosimplified.com and you can reach us on our 800 number at 1-844-IM-A-CFO. And just please feel free to reach out to us. And uh, my phone number is on our website. So if you wanted to reach out to me directly, please feel free. Awesome. 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 And to make it even easier, we're going to have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you um, and in the team as well, too. But I truly appreciate you for taking some time out. I appreciate you even more for helping people to kind of understand those numbers and to be able to make those those financial decisions, those strategic decisions that are so necessary to see those products and services come to fruition. So thank you so much for, for letting us be a part of your family, be a part of your sphere of influence as well. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. No, Gresh, thanks very much for the opportunity. I've enjoyed talking to you. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Check out the latest and greatest apps, books, and habits to level up your business at ceohacks.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.